his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. We were just talking off air about... uh the greatest night at pop, which can't is our to talk about random it. review, which we'll talk about at eleven thirty-five, and we can't wait. We hope you so did the homework yes. with us. It's been out for a little while, so hopefully, if you had a chance it? to watch it, and if you haven't watched it yet, run, don't walk to see Greatest Night in Pop History on Netflix. It's about the making of We Are the World, and I've had We Are the World now stuck in my head for the last twenty-four hours. Uh, Prince was part of that show we watched last night. We'll get into a little bit of that. Supposed and, uh, to be. He was a no-show to that taping. But Prince's hit record and film Purple Rain has been adapted into a musical. And now Purple Rain, the musical, will make its premiere next year right here in Minneapolis at the State Theater. How intrigued are you by the Purple Rain I, well, f- musical? First of all, uh, you might want to revoke my... Minnesotan card because Uh-oh. I've never actually seen the movie Purple Rain. Have you seen the movie? Just bits and pieces. <laughs> That's I've seen I, little clips. I just clips. couldn't sit through the whole thing. At the time when it came out, I guess I was living in New Jersey yeah. and maybe less interested. So are we awful humans? We we might be. I just I you know honestly I've I'll say this, I've never I've never was a massive Prince fan. I mean, I appreciate Prince yeah, and the course, genius he is, uh-huh. and I've come to appreciate him more since his passing sadly. But I never was like uh, totally in on Prince. Do I we mean, have I, to watch it one night for Well, but review? that being said, back to Dave's question, I absolutely would go see the musical. Because I assume there'll be an actor portraying Prince. Yeah. And that'd be something I'd want to see. Yeah. Live. I'll definitely go see the musical, but now I'm feeling guilty and I have to go rewatch Purple Rain. <laughs> because I'm sure it was on like at parties in the 80s or yes. whatever. But I, I don't know that I've actually sat through the whole thing. I'm going to go back and watch it. Maybe that'll be a random review next week. Ooh. Purple yeah. Rain. It might be. <laughs> Over the last year, some have argued that the move to legalize marijuana in the state of Minnesota may have had some political undertones. Maybe that the DFL folks in the state here think that the folks running the legalized marijuana now party mm-hmm. and some other uh, legalized marijuana parties would disband those parties yes. and start voting for right. the Democratic candidates. Well, now the Minnesota DFL has filed a petition with the state Supreme Court seeking to strip the legalized marijuana now party of its major party status after a new state law raised the bar for major parties in the state. Jordana. Is this move evidence that there was indeed political motives behind the legalization of cannabis in the state? I mean, we can erase all the stuff you asked, you said before the question. Of course, there's political motives. uh, 
there's always political motives around the legalization of anything. You know, this will be used by Governor Walls to say, look how much tax money we brought in, look how many jobs we created. Or if the driving while high incidences grow, you know, go higher, then it'll be used by Republicans to say, look at what the governor did and more people are dying in Minnesota because of that legalization. So everything's political now. Everything's yeah. political. I don't. I have no. I have no doubt that that was part of the motivation. I don't motivation even need proof. Yeah. <laughs> for because the, the it had been proven that the marijuana legal two parties were having an effect on some of those close and our yes. elections come down to the wire now. So every vote matters. So does not shock me at all. Not at all. Well, it's Super Bowl week, of course, and CBS Sports is out with a list of the top 25 NFL players to never win the Ooh, big game. Yeah. And oh, of those bad. 25, six of them are stars for the Minnesota Vikings. Adam Carter, 30 seconds on the clock. How many of those six can you name? Uh, Adrian Peterson. Uh, Randy Moss. Um, Fran Tarkenton. Um. Oh, jeez. Ten seconds. Um. Dante Culpepper. Chris Carter. Um. I think you're missing two defensive players. Uh. Time's up. Carl Eller. No. Uh, John Alan Randall. Page. Alan, Alan Page is one that you missed. And did Jared you say- Allen? John no, not Randall. Jared Allen. Matt Burke. Uh, no, Randall McDaniel, Randall McDaniel is the other one. I'm just missed. saying. What, what didn't Bard Randy Moss though? Reno, didn't Randy Moss win a Super Bowl with another well, team? Well, I had that same question Maybe when not, I read though. the article, but I guess I'm assuming that they he must not. Um, have. I thought you, it would have been with the Patriots. It would have been yeah with Patriots, but I guess he must not must have. Randy Moss, arguably, arguably the greatest receiver of all time, according to yep. me, uh, yeah, reached uh, the Super Bowl <laughs> twice with the New England Patriots in 2008 and 2012, but lost both. Lost both games. of them. Yes. Wow. In true Viking form, I was going to say, yeah. Chad pointing out, yes, not a huge fan of Prince, but I want to see an actor portraying Prince. That makes perfect sense. Uh, during Miley Cyrus's acceptance speech at the Grammys uh, last weekend, she said this. Thank you all so much. I don't think I forgot anyone, but I might have forgotten underwear. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Miley now That's clarifying... Totally on brand. Yeah, it is very on mm-hmm. brand. She's clarifying, posting on X this. P.S. I was only kidding. I had on matching Gucci panties. That before going on to thank Gucci and their creative director for her head to toe chocolate custom couture. Side couture. question What's a couture? Car- couture. couture. It's I don't couture. Know what it's her okay. high fashion couture. Um, Jordana, does this uh, salacious joke and admission now from Miley Cyrus make you like her more or less? I, I love me some Miley. I'm sorry. She'll always be Hannah. Mo- not I'm sorry. She'll always be Hannah Montana to me. And we watched a lot of Hannah Montana in my house. So, you know what? We watched Miley grow up. We watched her make mistakes. We watched her get too sexy or whatever. But you know what? She's so talented. Swinging on a wrecking ball. That was was a great song. And Flowers is a great song. She really has talent. Yes, she was born into it. I think she's worked hard and proven herself. Her dad was Billy Ray Cyrus. I understand that. She's a little more talented than Billy Ray. She is talented. Oh, totally. Oh, I thought you were being facetious. No, no, no. I'm saying she's far. Okay. 
But he was a huge star. Yeah. So we won't begrudge Billy, his Billy Ray, excuse me. Billy but Ray. But no, she is enormously talented. And m- honey, you can wear panties, you cannot wear panties. It's all good. I still like I still love Miley. I'm not a huge Miley fan, but if there were a production where somebody was playing the role of Miley Cyrus, <laughs> I probably would enjoy that. Oh we forgot, too, when we talked about the Grammys. How about the Phoebe Bridges? Did you hear what Bridgers, did you see what she said about the former Grammy president? Recording Is she the, the one? Rot what, what? in piss, told them to. What? <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Wait, we need to, I'll need to hear that when we come back. Uh, wait, yeah. um, is Phoebe Bridgers, what show is she from? Is she the one where she talks to the camera? Breaks the fourth wall, and there's like a lot of sex. I don't know. Sounds okay. intriguing. I know. Let me Google all, all right. of that, and we'll talk about her comment at the Grammys next. So what were you saying? Okay, so Phoebe, <laughs> we're right on time with this. By the Grammys was Sunday. I believe it's Wednesday. Oh, it's okay. But we were talking about, and I saw the quote. I did see it on Monday, but I was just like, whoa. And like, singer-songwriter Phoebe Bridgers. 29-year-old indie rocker, uh, Boy Genius is the name of the band that she's a part of, won won a bunch of Grammys. Oh, got it. I thought she was an actress, but that's a different actress. Yes. Okay. Uh, She said after the Grammys, I have something to say about women. The ex-president of the Recording Academy, Neil Portnoy, said that if women want to be nominated and win Grammys, they should step up. He's also being accused of sexual violence, and to him I'd like to say, I know you're not dead yet, but when you are... Rot in piss. <laughs> wow. A uh, little strong or? Um, I'm, I'm looking up Neil Portno. Let's see what I can find about this. Does she have a case against him? Has she accused no, him of anything? No, I don't or think the... personally, but apparently he's been accused of. Of sexual impropriety? Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So I, first of all. I hope she has information to back up a statement like that. And you know what? She gets to say it, right? Whatever yeah. the consequences are, she gets to say it. Yeah, I'm looking at her now. Boy Genius won a bunch of awards yes, they did. too. So, you know, that's interesting to me, Adam. She goes on and then and this guy Neil Portnow, he's the American Music Industry Executive. He's the chairman of the Recording Academy. Was was so he's not anymore. No. Oh, it was till 2019. Oh, okay. So is he no longer in his position because of these allegations? No, I think his term ended. But it was reported in November that a lawsuit was filed by a member of the Recording Academy okay. uh, that accused him of negligence. Said uh, early 2018, she claimed Porno invited her to his hotel later that summer, given her a glass of wine, became woozy, asked oh. to leave. Porno allegedly claimed no taxis were available. Oh God! The lawsuit claims the woman lost consciousness, woke up several times as. Portno forcibly assaulted her. Oh, my God. How awful. Okay, that's awful. He's claiming uh, allegations are outrageous. <laughs> but here's the thing. What if he's cleared of those charges? What do you do with and this? And now oh my Phoebe gosh. Bridges told him to rot in you know what. Yeah. I imagine her saying that will have zero effect on his life. Or her life. Yeah, or her life. Yeah, I, yeah, I imagine. Seems like she might have some inside information on that story, but um, wow, I did not see that. And that was after, because I guess, did they not get yeah, up to like accept an award? Well, that, okay. they gave away so many of the awards prior to the broadcast. Okay, so she didn't have an opportunity to get on the main stage, on stage and say it there. Yeah. Interesting. 
Okay. Well, again, you get to say what you want to say. I mean, this brings up an interesting conversation that we were having before the show. You know, the Grammys, I thought, were strangely unpolitical because usually, yeah. you know, if there's something going on in the world, like most I was surprised. Of, most of the award shows so far this year have been Correct. rather apolitical. Even, what did we watch a few weeks ago? The, well, they had the, the, uh, the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. That's we what we were the Critics' watching. Choice yep. Awards. And we have Emmys. not heard people getting up and saying, I stand with Ukraine, or we heard Annie Lennox yell ceasefire, mm-hmm. uh, artists for ceasefire at the end of her incredible uh, rendition of Nothing Compares to You, Nothing Compares to You, which was written by Prince. You, you yep. do know that, right, I Adam? Know you that. at least yes, know that was sung by Sinead O'Connor. I'd, just, like, I'd rather see an actor playing Prince sing it, but that's all good. I was surprised. <laughs> At how apolitical they were. Were you surprised also that nobody used that? I am, especially, you know, there's a lot going on. That's what I mean. The Israel Gaza thing, the Ukraine thing. I mean, there's so much. Presidential election coming up this year. Um, Do you think they were given the the lowdown, like, hey, don't say anything, don't ruin it? I don't think so. Because I don't, and even if they were, I don't think many care. I think they're going to say what they want to say. Okay. I am, I'll say this. It seems to me that. You know, there's been, it's always been kind of assumed, and the maybe the Oscars will be different, but that people get up there when they win and they just go on and on and they don't really care about, you know, they blame people off. Well, now they've, they've become really kind of sticklers about, hey, wrap it up, mm-hmm. cut it off in different mm-hmm. variations to like, keep the it people. Moving. Right. So I'm I don't wondering mind if that, that has, has mm-hmm. maybe played a role in it, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't. Maybe they're just grateful to get an, get an award. What a concept where yeah. they don't have to get up on a soapbox. and Or want to stay preach. out of things because they know there's backlash yeah, on both that's sides. that's it now. Because there is Maybe backlash, that's it. man. Maybe it's just like, you know what? There's I'm backlash. tired of the, uh, the controversy. I don't need it right yeah. now. Yeah, they don't need it right now. They, they might just want to make music. <clears throat> you can't blame them for that. But people that are really passionate about things like this Phoebe Bridgers um, got to say what she wanted to say. Yep. Uh, when we come back, Speaking of saying, showing, putting out there, we have been kind of – I have been at least uh, talking and thinking about this controversy that professional photographers and videographers are not going to be allowed at the Minnesota State Dance Tournament. By the way, can I just say before you say that as a dance dad, the South St. Paul Packer dance team uh, Saturday will be in their sectionals and uh, with a trip to the state tournament on the line. So. Fingers crossed for the Packer dancers. So this is a, but I know what you're saying because a lot of these teams have their own photographers that show up at these meets and film the, film the girls. So there's controversy. I've heard from a couple of dance moms that are pretty upset about this. So what is the controversy? What is the change? Is it just for dance? Is it for all sports? We're going to get some answers to those questions next on CCO. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So there's a big dance brouhaha brewing among the dance moms, dance dads, and anybody involved in high school dance. Apparently, it's a rule that professional photographers are not allowed to videotape at the Minnesota State High School League dance tournament. Now, is this a new rule? Is it just being enforced this year? What does this mean for dancers, for photographers? That We have a lot of questions, my friends, a lot of questions. Alyssa Christine from Alyssa Christine Photography is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline now because she is directly affected by this new crackdown. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Give us a little bit of background. Uh, tell us about if you have, have videotaped the videotape. Do we still use that or am I really old? If you have filmed. <laughs> well, both, so right, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's not videotape anymore. You know, have you filmed yeah. these state tournaments in the past and why is this year different? Um, yes, I have filmed um, in the past and the, we don't know why this year is different. That is the big question that everybody has is the why of this and not only the why of it, but why it was changed the night before the tournament. So state is coming up in two weekends, and this past weekend there was a section tournament where dancers can qualify to go to the state tournament. And for the first time ever, I was denied, um, you know, backstage access to the dancers before they perform and immediately after they exit the performance floor. I was denied that for the first time ever. I've been doing this for over 10 years. Um, 7.30 p.m. the night before the event, I, I get the word that that is no longer allowed, despite the fact that this particular region went through all the proper league protocol to, um, you know, hold a vote. And they voted to allow that. Um, I think I can get the exact date, but like two weeks ago and uh, it changed um, pretty much overnight. And I was permitted to videotape the dance performances, but only from one particular designated chair. I could not shoot from the stand, which is where I would have preferred from an artistic standpoint to shoot from. I was denied that. And then for awards, I was told that I had to remain seated and could not get up. Um, If my team got a trophy, I could not run across the floor and follow them. If I happened to sit in front of a team that didn't qualify and one of my other clients across the gym did qualify, I was not allowed to run over to them to get the shot. Um, Again, no reasoning was provided for this. And further, uh, they also said that any video that I did use was not allowed to be posted on social media, either by myself or the team, which is very frustrating for the athletes because they want to share their hard work. For many of them, this was their last performance, their best performance. It was their senior dance, maybe the end of their dance career. And they're not allowed to to share that on social media. And again, no reason was given for that either. Uh, Alyssa, can you just explain what you what it is specifically you do you do? So you're hired by schools 
to be like the official team photographer. And so like during the regular season, regular season meets, you do have that kind of access. And then you're saying it changed now uh, once we get into state competition. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm contracted by individual high school teams to um, essentially capture their dance program and their dance season. So I will go to their practices, their hosted invitationals, their conference meets, um, any kind of team event that they want me at, I will attend. And I do have pretty much unlimited access to all of those events. And we are obviously allowed to share all of that content on social media. We're allowed to uh, take still photographs, et cetera. It's the postseason, the league-governed events, the sections in state where we are running into these problems. Now, I want folks to know that we did reach out to the Minnesota State High School League. We haven't heard back from them, but they have made statements in the media or at least released a statement in the media that says that this was always a rule. It was passed three years ago. It just wasn't enforced. Uh, so, Alyssa, do you know that to be true? And why wasn't it enforced three years ago and why is it being enforced now? That is another big question we're all having. Um, I, the other missing piece of this that I guess I haven't addressed yet is that they outright banned still photography. So there's videotape, obviously, and then there are still photographs. So they told us at this past sections meet on Saturday that no one was allowed to take still photographs. And people are assuming that that means like, oh, they're going to bring in their own photographer to sell photographs to these children and these families, but the league did not provide a contracted photographer of their own. So these kids that dance for the last time have zero still images of their performances, of their awards, of anything that they are like allowed to post or share. I'm trying to think, uh, Alyssa, too, of the other reasoning. So I'm a dance dad. I've been to plenty of these uh, events. And meets, <laughs> I love that. And I know, like, you know, when a dance starts, you know, everybody has to be seated and they close the doors. Is that, I'm just kind of wondering here, is that part of the reasoning so that, because I know, you know, you, like you said, you switch sides because they compete to each side. Yeah. So I, I assume you do have you to know, move with your equipment to the other side. Is that part of the reasoning that they don't want that kind of movement? I guess I just have, I have no idea here. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, it could be. But like you said, they do close and open the doors at appropriate times yeah. in between routines. And there is also adequate time in between routines for spectators to, you know, go up to their bleachers and find their seats. And I'm not walking across the floor. I'm following the same footpath that all of the spectators are. So even if I do need to switch sides, I'm yeah. not being obtrusive in that way. Yeah, so it's not like you're running across the floor to get to right. the other side. Oh, no, yeah, never, okay. never. Sure. Yeah. Alyssa, when I first heard this, as a mother of teenage girls, I say, I thought to myself, you know what? I wonder if there is a threat against one of the young women who is competing in this, and maybe they don't want video or any kind of footage out because they're protecting. You know, maybe someone's got a stalker or someone's got a lunatic boyfriend mm -hmm. who has threatened them. I thought it was more of a safety issue. But the more I'm learning about it, it's my understanding that parents and, you know, like um, regular people that aren't professional photographers are still allowed to videotape this and post on their social media. Is that true? Uh, they say that, but then there were also particular spectators who were told to put their phones down and stop filming because they were not considered qualified media. And it, it's, it seems like these policies are being selectively enforced, which huh. is you know, contributing to the confusion surrounding all of this. Um, you know, I wasn't allowed to have a tripod, but I saw, you know, a dad in the stands with a tripod, um, that kind of stuff. So it's like the, the policies are unclear. We all want to follow them. It's just they're, 
you know, they're a little muddy right now and kind of unclear. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I've, everybody's got their phones up filming oh, no these, doubt. and I've mm-hmm. got plenty of oh, videos 100%. on my phone, too, <laughs> yeah. which seems a little strange. So it's not a safety thing, you don't think? No, I, I look. No, and I... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, I, I was going to say, in terms of what I do, I, I don't think it is a safety thing because I'm not shooting every team. I was there shooting the five teams that chose me as their photographer and signed a contract with me. And I know that they all, I've built relationships with these programs. I've been doing this for 10 years. I have great relationships with my coaches. And I, I can say with 100% confidence that if there was a child who, you know, did have some kind of safety concern or safety issue, they could come to me and say, we oh. cannot put this kid on social media. Like, I and, and I would be like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would abide by that 1000%. I know my coaches would tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are talking to Alyssa Christine from Alyssa Christine Photography. She uh, films uh, a couple of the high school dance team where dance uh, sectionals happening now. The tournament just a couple of weeks away. I mean, I get it. I can see, okay, let's say the state high school league says, okay, the sectionals, the state tournament, we're putting these on. We want to at least monetarily right, uh, so it's control. A money thing, we want to control the video. Mm-hmm. But if you, like you say, if they're not offering like still f- photographs for some of these teams, then they better step up because yeah. if you're going to control, at least make your stuff available so people can either purchase it. And it just seems like, like you said, I mean, I'd like to, obviously we'd like to hear from the state high school, league, yes. but it just seems yes. like there's something missing here. Yeah. So to that point, my work and the product that I offer these kids is not a threat to the league's revenue. I offer a completely different product that will not interfere with their ticket sales, their live stream sales or their photo video sales. And in Saturday's case, the video live stream was free to view anyway, and no professional photographer was provided by the league. And no professional photographer. So, so what's going no. on? Yeah. So, I, I st- honestly, Alyssa, thank Nobody you for knows. this conversation, but I still don't of understand course. why this is happening now. I don't either. We you? don't understand either. Yeah. Here's the good <laughs> news, though. We're talking about high school dance. And yes! it's a dance, dance, yes! bravo. You know, we had the story about the U of M dance team and that mm-hmm. video. Yes. So and uh, if we can plug at least the fact that uh, we got state high school dancers competing and heading towards the state tournament, which is in just a couple of weeks, um, yes. that's a positive. Because well, these kids work yes, very hard. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. As a dance dad, I know how important and how uh, what's, what a big deal this is for these girls, mm-hmm. and in some cases, some guys on these teams. And, Alyssa, you said it. It's like you're capturing these moments, which for many of them will be the last time they dance competitively. That's right. Yes. That, that was the last time I ever danced on the state floor in 2006. So I, I know that that's a pivotal moment for a lot of these kids. Alyssa, is this a different rule for different sports? Like, for example, when there's, you know, a state basketball tournament or a state football tournament, they does the MH, does the Minnesota High School League allow professional photographers that are not sanctioned, you know, that are not their own photographers? Um, I, I think they do. And I think even, you know, in terms of dance, they do allow, like, you know, press credentialed newspaper, what, what the league says as, quote, qualified media. Mm-hmm. To come in and take photos of these kids, which is another reason that the parents are kind of upset because they don't know these people. These people come in and, and take photos of their children, but I, the person that they know and trust and specifically ask <laughs> to capture their children, is not allowed to. So we're kind of, you know, frustrated by that as well. Well, do you see any resolution to this? I mean, when's the state tournament? Is it two weeks? Two weeks, you said. Uh, yep. Yeah, so this weekend there actually is another big section day. So Adam's kids are going to be in it. The same My girls will be in the sections mm-hmm. this weekend, yep. Love that. Yeah, and then so State is the following weekend after that. Well, Alyssa, keep us posted, okay? You have our number. Let us know. Yes. 
Thanks, Alyssa. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, thank you so much. And again, it's Alyssa Christine Photography. For anybody interested in chatting with her, seeing her work. I've seen this, and I saw the story, and it's not Alyssa, but there's another gentleman who is quoted in the story, too. And I've seen him at some of these meets. and they, Yeah. You know, so they're hired by the team. I don't think my daughter's team actually has a photographer, per se, for well, their team. you guys team. better step it up. I was going to say, I guess. You better call Alyssa. Um, but they're a big part of capturing this because yeah. dance is, is about the visual. It's about the performance. But I also I see the State High School League's point of view, too, because... If we're treating it as equally as we do like the hockey tournament, I mean, that's the big kahuna for the state high school league mm-hmm. is the boys' state high school hockey tournament. It's that and everything else. And I'm sure they control um, what's allowed and who can film those teams because there's a lot of money at stake at that. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to be the rules for that, it should be the rules for the others, frankly. Mm-hmm. But be consistent in enforcing yes. it. And don't just say, okay, this is the year we're suddenly going to enforce it. And there's a lot of questions there. And I have more questions. Like seriously, like is it a is it a women thing? I mean, they must allow women's I don't want to go the gender route, but they must allow photographers at women's basketball tournaments. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, I don't think this has, I don't think that has any you mean okay. with just the sensitivity because of filming it's young girls. And sometimes the outfits are, you know. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Okay. Because, like, gymnastics would be the same. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. Know, so I don't think that's really part of it. I just think it seems like some inconsistency on behalf of the State High School League, which, I mean, to be honest with you, and I love this people I've dealt with at the State High School uh-huh. League. I think they do a great job, by and large, for high school sports. But yeah. there's also been some inconsistencies in the past with some other rules and regulations and enforcing things. So, And remember, we, you know, David did reach out to the Minnesota State High, uh, high School League and we would definitely please come on because we still have a lot of questions. We want to know what's going on and what's allowed. Adam's a dance dad. You know, I, I hope this gets resolved to the best of the ability that to everyone's appeasement by uh, this weekend or next weekend. It's also 1047. That is a Lindis Construction time check. Time to invest in clog-free leaf guard gutters and receive 50% off installation labor. If you are an OnlyFans mom, you really should not be promoting your OnlyFans at the pickup of kids' school. Why not? It's probably where you get your best clients. I was going to say, the uh, dads uh, in line are probably uh, I know you're not shocked top clientele. that this is happening in Florida. In Florida. So of course it is. Florida mom. So Florida mom, yes. Also, it's a got, Christian school. Which it's is, a Christian school. Yeah. I'm looking at the car on the back, um, the like the entire back window is taken up by the OF OnlyFans.com Piper Fawn. That's yeah. her stripper name or whatever you want to call it's it. It's her OnlyFans name. Okay, thank you. It's her only I'm not I'm not a subscriber, but so she picks up her kid at school, although now she's m- mulling over homeschooling, Liberty Christian Preparatory School in Tavares. Um, she picks up her kid and one of the officials at the school said you're no longer able to drop your children at its main entrance because of your windshield size decal for the OnlyFans page. Only, her OnlyFans page. It's not just an advertisement for OnlyFans. Like this mom, it's her Piper whatever, specific is link. Yes. on OnlyFans and she says, to be honest, mine is definitely explicit. So she's nude or she's doing whatever. I, I don't know. Exactly what they do on OnlyFans, how they interact with their clients, but it's explicit. It's not something that I think any school, including a Christian school or any school, 
would necessarily want to have advertisements for when they're dropping somebody off at school. So you know what? I think there needs to be some kind of decorum here. Lady, pick a different car. Take your kids on a bike to school. I mean this is – it's really egregious. I like want to agree with you, but then at the same time, it's, it's like free speech, and I know, and like just we said, be a parent too. Like, be a parent. Looking yeah. at your kid, like don't, don't, don't you dare go looking at that. Or they say you can either cover again, up the like, decal yeah. or drop your kids off across the street, which is not really safe because then you got to walk them across the street. But they said we're requesting that you respect our request. To keep the advertisement off campus. I don't think that's unreasonable. Unreasonable. I really don't. I'm thinking of her kids. It's like you're driving around with your mom and your mom is advertising for basically what is a soft porn site. Yep. Yep. And it doesn't say how old the kids are. Like I don't know if this is like – have you seen how old the kids are? Prep school. I don't know. So is prep school just like a – I'm sure. It might be like – well, I I was thinking that the reason she can pull this off is because the kids don't know, that they're too young, like a preschool kind of thing. I'm not exactly sure because it doesn't – of course, it's privacy reasons and they probably shouldn't um, share how old See, I think a prep school is like regular high school age. I think if you go to prep school, you're prepping for college and – oh. So you think that Which her I think, kids know she's got an OnlyFans page? Well, I'd, honestly, I think it's more acceptable if it were a high school as opposed to an elementary school. Really? I don't know. I think you'd be humiliating to your kids if you were doing that in high school. But I have no idea. It's, but either way, I don't – I think a little decorum, a little – a little proper it parenting. Is. I mean, it is would like be necessary here. If if you have a little discretion, you're right. Because there's other kids that are going to see that. And by the way, kids have access to the internet, and they could very easily pull. The, I know you have to be a subscriber and you have to pay, and maybe they wouldn't have access to that. But also, think about your kids. Your kids are going to get teased when other kids know that this is happening. Come on, again, a little. Decor- this is why you cannot legislate. Good parenting, but you can legislate, I guess, where the car is or where the advertisement is. And there's hills for us to bat, bat, die on. Yeah. And what's the old saying? Discretion is the better part of valor. Yeah, right. Mom, come on. I mean, come really? On, Mom. Like, I shouldn't, we shouldn't have to say, hey, you do you. You have an OnlyFans page. That's great, but. You're dropping your kid off in front of a Christian school. A little decorum. <laughs> right. I just, yeah, I just, and and what she does in her own time and however she supports her children or however she makes money, you're right. That yeah. is hers. I, there, there are paywalls with OnlyFans. And if you watch OnlyFans, that's totally fine. That's, every, is still a free country. And again, it's like not, it's not even necessarily the other kids who are in, sitting in the car behind them it's like her kids and like then those kids get out and look at her kids and they're like your mom's on only exactly. fans i mean that's really kind of unfortunate for it, for the kids yeah. i think for the kids so i don't know a little decorum we t- we started off the show having a lively conversation about parents ring as being responsible for school shootings mm-hmm. because it's the first time in this country that that has happened a parent is being held criminally liable for a school shooting but parents also your your soft porn website does not need to be advertised in front of your child's Christian school. Yeah. A little common sense here would go a long way. A couple of topics involving interviews, if we can discuss yes. after the news. So Bill Maher sits down with Kanye West. Bill Maher's got his own podcast. 
where he sits down and does long form you yeah. know interviews. Talks to Kanye West for two hours and then says, you know what, I'm not going to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it too. And I also hear Tucker Carlson apparently going to interview Vladimir Putin. Whatever you think about Tucker Carlson, I want to hear from I Vladimir Putin. I want to hear Putin. that too. Mm-hmm. So why can't we? Let's find out. Let's get into that. Six five one four six one nine two two six. You can chime in on this issue too. Uh, we'll talk about censoring our own interviews. That's coming up next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.